Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello, welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. It's Friday, the 30th of April, and I hope everything's all right with you. I hope it is. Thanks for being here. I'm Osha Ginsberg. This is a podcast called Better Than Yesterday. It's designed to help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show today will help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. In fact, something you hear on every show will do that. The shows that stretch all the way back to 2013. And uh, Monday's shows I speak with a guest and Friday's shows I speak with you. This Monday we spoke with Pam Ahern, who's the uh, founder of Edgar's Mission. I really enjoyed that conversation. It was a great chat about uh, compassion and kindness and our food supply. And it's a conversation we have to have. It is. It's a conversation we have to have, but it's going to be okay. I promise you it's going to be okay. And um, thanks also for everyone that's supporting Idle Australians, which is the podcast I do with James Matheson. Uh, just search Idle Australians, I-D-L-E Australians in the podcast app of your choice. And um, yeah. That's where you'll find us. It's been going really well. And thanks very much for all the support. Send us your email at gmail.com is where you can find me. It's pretty simple to find me. Always love to hear from you. Always love to see where you're listening to. I just like it. It's nice. So thank you very, very much. I appreciate it a lot. Just to check in with you, I wanted to just say thank you for those of you who watched You Can't Ask That, which is streaming now on iView, the ABC's streaming app. Um, You Can't Ask That is a groundbreaking television show that 
I guess it's a lot like an Ask Me Anything that Reddit do. It's a, you know, anonymous question and answer. And so the subject of the question is able to answer in a really open way. And I loved the show since its inception. And I was invited to be on their episode about obsessive and compulsive disorder because I have been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder. I've been through some pretty shitty times with it. I've undergone a pretty, some pretty intensive treatment and I live with it now. And I guess I wanted to talk about, well, A, for one, watching the show is wild because I'm watching other people who aren't me, men and women who look nothing like me, say the same stuff and go, oh, right. Yeah, I, I get that too. And that was really nice. And I think that's what it all about is about, isn't it? It's just like trying to not feel as alone and not feel as I'm the only one going through this because none of us are. None of us, we're not special snowflakes. I'm sorry. We're all going through this shit and there's plenty of other people going through the same thing we are. And one of the things that, you know, I really kind of resonated with and certainly was a problem for me earlier, it's not now. And I wanted to talk about something, you know, if you'd seen it and you might relate to it, and certainly the early uh, early stages of, of things that may be showing up, there's something called um, safety behaviors. Now, you may not have obsessive and compulsive disorder. You, you probably don't. Um, I mean, you might, but go get checked out if you, if you think it's going on. You don't have OCD, you're just tidy, all right? That's important to remember. If you like things tidy, you're tidy. It's not OCD. But I want to talk about a few things that happened to me that started out as, as nothing but slowly grew and grew. They're collectively known as something called safety behaviors. Like, for example, when we feel anxiety or we expect to feel anxiety, so we may even not need the trigger, we just expect that we're going to need it. We often act in around about one of two ways to try to get on top of that anxiety and control that anxiety. Now, one way is to engage vehemently in avoidance, where we stay away from situations or activities that we associate with anxiety or something that might remind us of our own mortality or something that reminds us of perhaps an illness. Avoidance, all, all it does is make it worse. I wish I knew that years ago, but avoid, all avoidance does is make it worse. The other thing we might do that isn't avoidance is we, is we might engage in safety behaviors where we may not outright avoid a situation or avoid an activity, but we will do that activity or do that situation only if certain precautions are in place, okay? Safety-seeking behaviors are generally a response to a catastrophe that you fear, like nothing that's actually real, nothing that is important to understand that. It's not nothing that is legit, nothing that actually exists. It's an imagined thing, all right? So... Safety behaviors have an interesting way of showing up. In fact, we might have safety behaviors that we aren't even conscious of. So I guess you start by thinking about, like, just the next time you're uncomfortable, next time you're in a tricky situation, the next time you're in a place that makes you feel a bit weird in the tummy or I've got to get out of here or whatever, what do you do to make yourself feel better? What you do to make yourself feel better or make yourself feel safe could be a safety behavior. Mine absolutely was going into my phone. If I was in a social situation or in a, you know, family situation or a work situation that made me uncomfortable or I was, I would just dive into my phone and start flicking through Instagram or Twitter or check my phone for whatever, you know. There's a reason those things aren't on my phone anymore, so I just have to face whatever it is. But yeah, my phone was a huge one. Other safety-seeking behaviors, which for me, you know, were 
I was diagnosed with social anxiety. So I'll talk about the ones that came up around that. There was plenty of others that got involved later on. In social situations, taking on roles that mean I don't have to interact with anyone. Around about the time I got diagnosed with social anxiety, I started getting really, really, really into cameras. And that was a way for me to be in public and just take photos. I'm just, I'm just going over here to get a good shot of the room, you know. Oh, just get together, you know, like, oh, let's take a photo of the two of you. So I wouldn't have to talk to anybody or engage in that sort of thing. I would also ask a lot of questions of the other person, all right, to try to, you know, keep the focus away from from me. Uh, as well as taking photos, I would, oh, do you need a hand moving that table? Do you need a hand moving these chairs? Do you want something from the other room? Can I go down to the store and get something for you and then leave the party or whatever in my car and go and get something? I absolutely would do that. Another one that I've read about is not wearing, it's weird, but not wearing bright colored clothing or only wearing neutral clothing to avoid drawing attention to yourself. I think it was about two years there where I only wore black and gray. I didn't own any clothes with any colors. I threw away everything else. I only owned black and gray. Another one is that I would wear a, a trucker hat everywhere I would go. So I would avoid eye contact and I would not leave the house without it. I couldn't leave the house without it. I'm like Wolfie with his bunny going to bed. He cannot go to bed without his bunny. I would not or could not leave the house without a trucker hat pulled down so low you couldn't see my eyes if I stared straight at you. And some other people, not me, but I, I, you know, I do know it's the thing that happens with other people. They avoid substances. They avoid activities that might induce anxiety. For example, they might avoid caffeine or they might avoid physical exertion. I have a distinct remember of you know memory of being on holidays and one of the people we we're on holidays with. We all decided to go uh, paddleboarding. There was a paddleboarding tour of this particular place we were in, and we all decided to go. And one of the people we were with didn't want to go because she was like, she couldn't do it. She couldn't. She wasn't afraid of water. She wasn't afraid of anything. She just couldn't be out. It was too much for her to be doing that. You know, she had no problem with the ocean or anything like that. But you know, she missed out on a great day. A perfect example of the irrationality of safety-seeking behaviours, because none of those things make it any better. That's the worst thing about them. A perfect example of this comes, like many things do, from The Simpsons. There was an episode in an earlier season of The Simpsons where Springfield was being ravaged by a bear, all right? And the community got together and they created a bear patrol to keep the bear away, all right? And there's a moment that happens on the front lawn of their house between Homer and Lisa, Homer's daughter, eldest daughter. There's a moment that happens on the front lawn between Homer and Lisa that absolutely starts to talk about and the beginning of the irrationality of a safety-seeking behaviour and the rationalisations that Homer goes through to decide that a thing that has no chance of ever making the frightening thing go away is now very, very important to him. So it starts with the sound of the bear patrol fading off into the distance. Ah, not a bear in sight. The bear patrol must be working like a charm. That's specious reasoning, Dad. Thank you, honey. By your logic, I could claim that this rock keeps tigers away. Oh, how does it work? It doesn't work. Uh Uh-huh. It's just a stupid rock. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't see any tigers around here, do you? Lisa, I want to buy your rock. So, Homer, 
<laughs> she's great because she takes the money. Um, but Homer, you know, very quickly goes from, I'm afraid of this thing. Oh, I've just been told, you know, if I hold a rock, it'll make sure there's no tigers around because I'm afraid of tigers are frightening. If I hold a rock, tigers will go away. Makes no sense. But now he owns a rock. So if you're in these moments, you know, if you find yourself holding onto a tiger-proof rock or touching a piece of wood every time you say, you know, or whatever, touch wood, or taking something with you in your pocket or saying something three times or something like that, have a think about, like, what, what would it take for me to tell Homer that his rock has no tiger-repelling abilities? Like, it'd take a lot, right? How could we help Homer, basically, learn that his rock doesn't keep him safe from tigers? It would be very, very hard because something's already clicked over in his brain, right? The switch has already been flicked that, no, 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 you don't understand. I know it's stupid, but I need to have this rock with me because tigers. So the way to get around that, the way to get around these this kind of hard wiring that happens, well, I've got to have this thing with me, I've got to do this thing, or I've got to say this thing, or I've got to, you know, whatever, if I'm going to be in a situation so I don't get scared. The way to get around that is through exposure therapy. So the idea would be, okay, Homer, like how do, you, how do you think you'd feel if you left the rock behind or just put it on the ground for a couple of minutes so you weren't holding it all the whole, the whole day? Would you be okay with that? And then that's the kind of treatment that exposure therapy is to help you deal with this kind of stuff. And it, it starts to chip away at those behaviours from disrupting your ability to enjoy life basically because you don't want to have, you know, rituals or superstitions or things you have to carry or do everywhere because it – you know, stops you from connecting with people around you. So the first step really is to identify the situations and activities that you tend to avoid and basically any safety behavior that you might be doing. All right. And just write it down. You may not realize that it's there, but like I said before, like what's the thing that makes you feel better when you're uncomfortable? For me, it's my, it, it still is my phone. Now, if I'm in a family situation and I'm just, sometimes I'll just tap my phone in my pocket and that's enough to make me go, oh, that's, that's it, you know. Um, rather than pulling it out and, and flicking through it and just seeing to find what the hell's going on that will get me out of the room. Once you've identified those behaviours and you, the next thing to do is kind of say, well, okay, this is where I am. Where do I want to go? Now, in my own experience, it might have been, look, I just want to be able to go to the supermarket, all right? So I avoided things like that for a long time. And then you start to get into something called graded exposure, and that's basically writing down from going to the supermarket, which is number 10, oh, my God, I can't bear that, that right now that terrifies me. Number one might be looking at the Aldi catalogue, all right? Just looking at the piece of paper in the safety of your own home and then going from one all the way, like it might, number two might be driving past the supermarket. Number three might be, you know, walking to the corner store. It's not a supermarket, it's just a corner store, but there's stuff on the shelves, you know, and, and similar all the way up to number 10. And as you go through it, like it's meant to be difficult and it's meant to be uncomfortable. And in the short term, it is uncomfortable and the experience of anxiety sensations will flood your body. But the idea is you be with it just long enough for you to get used to the anxiety sensations and then your body eventually goes, actually... You look at it, you stay there for five minutes or so, 10 minutes or so, and everybody goes, actually, actually, this is okay. I'm all right with this. And then you can leave. And then the next time you do it, it doesn't feel as bad. The 
metaphor I would use, I use a lot of automotive metaphors. The metaphor I would use is it's a lot like learning how to drive a manual car, all right? At first, it's really hard to constantly think about, or a motorcycle. At first, it's really hard to think about constantly putting the clutch in to change gears, and you've got to really deliberately think about it all the time. And your leg gets sore because it's something you haven't done much. But after a while, it gets easier. And after a while, you don't even think about it. Like now, you don't even think about riding the clutch in reverse up your driveway while you change stations or turn on a podcast. Exposure therapy gives you a chance to use the skills of rationalizations as well, which is really important because by repeatedly confronting the things that are you're afraid of, the activities or the, even just the situations or even just the sensations, by continually exposing yourself and allowing yourself to be in that discomfort, that uncomfortable feeling, you gradually become more used to them. Now, feeling comfortable in these situations doesn't happen straight away. You need to stay in the situation long enough so that your body adjusts your anxiety downward. Think of it like, you know, someone's already in the pool. How is it? The water's lovely. And you jump in the air and they go, once you're in, fuck, you're already there. And then fuck, it's cold. And after about five minutes, you're like, actually, it is okay once I'm in. But the first five minutes are really bad, right? So it's a bit like that, all right? It's a little bit like that. You have to stay in the situation long enough so that your body adjusts your anxiety downward and down-regulates your response. And when you're in that situation, then you can start to use your strategies to help you cope with the thoughts that might be running through your head. Uh, They might be cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, or rationalization techniques, or examining the rules. We've talked about that on this show before. Doing it over and over again really improves your confidence in a situation. And if you plan your goals and the steps towards your goals carefully, over time, you build up your confidence and this allows you to take more steps forward. Each time it's a little scary, but it's okay because you're doing something that you might be up to number five on your list. And you're like, shit, I, I couldn't dream of being at number five when I started this. And as you increase your confidence, you're more likely to face your other your other fears and slowly, slowly, slowly you do it. And then you just get to a point of maintenance. So I, I do exposure therapy every day. All right. I have a maintenance of exposure therapy that I do every day. It's still uncomfortable, but it is okay. So make a start, you know, think about where you'd like to get to. Make it a clear and simple one and just do things one at a time. All right. One at a time. And make sure it's something that, that is important to you. Like, I don't know. Say, for example, you don't want to talk to any of the other parents at school sport, all right? You drop your kid off and you're like, I don't want to have a conversation with anyone. I don't want to da, 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 da. So what's something you really want to do? I really want to connect with my kid more, all right? If my kid, if he sees me talking to other parents and the parents of his friends, then he will, will feel that he's more included overall in the social group because his parent is also connected with the parents of his friends and then he's more a part of it and he's part of the gang and okay so I want to connect with my kids more all right that will involve speaking with my kids friends parents okay and then so if you frame it like that with something you really want as the outcome it's a bit easier to do it's not easy to choose to challenge yourself a lot of people don't do it because it's not easy, because it's uncomfortable. But if you celebrate your your wins and you keep a record of how long you've been doing this and how far you've come, pretty soon you look back down the piece of paper or whatever and you go, Jesus, I've come a long way. And you feel really good about it. And it's really good. And, um, you know, it's important because you may not realize what these safety-seeking behaviors are doing to you, to the way you connect with people around you, to the way you do your job to your ability to enjoy your day, enjoy your life to the absolute fullest because it truly is, this is the only day we've got, this day. 
We have no idea what's going to come tomorrow, you and me. None. Not at all. The sun will rise. Whether you or I will see it, who knows? Like, the chances are that we will. But there's also slim chances that we won't, and that's the fact of life. And so all we've got is this. We've got this, this moment here, now, and now, and now. So do it and make your moments of now be more now than oopsie-daisy, what if, what if, what if. Because being in the present is what it's all about. Anyway, I hope that made sense. It was nice to talk about that. I hope it wasn't too rambly. There's a lot trying to try to pack in there. But I hope it made sense. I hope something in there resonated with you. If you got confused at all, just email me. It's super simple. Send Osha email at gmail.com. Think you're going to hear an ad? You might just hear an ad. We'll be back with the show. In just a moment, you know. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There was the ad. Now we're getting back to the show. Thanks heaps to Andy Ma, my audio producer, who pulled this together. Um, thanks to Bree Steele, who helped me out with research for this episode. Uh, Rachel Barrett, my executive producer, my manager, my general cat wrangler. <laughs> cat herder. Well, she is in, in both humans and cats. Uh, and you, thank you for listening. If you need me, send email at gmail.com. It's how to find me. I'll see you on Monday uh, when our guest is comedian author and former writer for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Mr. Simon Taylor. It's a freaking awesomely inspiring episode and I can't wait for you to hear it. So, hey, until we speak Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.